If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Something New. We're calling this new segment Throwback Thursday slash Where Are They Now? We're going to do an in-depth look at someone whose story has evolved considerably since we first featured them. Welcome to Cytosol School. My name is Chris Gillibo. Now, last week was our first one of these new features. Uh, it was all about a New York City musician who creates a suite of online resources to learn jazz. His project began as a hobbyist blog and is now a booming multiple six-figure business. Well, today in our second feature, we'll hear from a woman in Denver who originally had an idea to offer private cooking lessons. And that went well, but along the way, she discovered an even bigger opportunity in the world of food tours. When we featured her a while back, her business was already doing gangbusters. It is a stellar example that I often mention, especially in the context of what a local tour business can really be. This is not just small money. This is something that can become sustainable and high profit. But what's happened since? Uh, well, let's hear directly from her. She'll give us some updates, talk about how she's grown, and tell us her biggest challenge. I'll be back at the end to help wrap us up, but without further ado, here is Jessica. Hi, my name is Jessica Baumgart. I am in Denver, Colorado, and I was featured in episode 648. So I used to work in communications and marketing. Um, and sort of went through a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> I uh, quit my job and sold everything I owned and went with my husband for a year traveling around the world. And while we were backpacking, we did food tours everywhere we went. We just became hooked. As travelers ourselves, it was our favorite way to explore a new city. Um, and so when we came and moved to Denver, Colorado, I was working as a private chef. I was involved in the food scene here and just thought, what a great way to show off the city's thriving food scene and the restaurants that are opening up every day here in Colorado. Um, so launched it originally thinking maybe one or two days a week, I would bring some people around to local restaurants and talk about what was going on in Denver's food scene. And um, in the past two years, have seen it grow to seven days a week and a full staff of food tour guides and lots of new restaurants and new challenges. A lot has changed um, in the last year. Like every entrepreneur, I'm just like riding the wave sometimes, it feels like with my business. Um, but since we talked last year, a lot of growth, which has been amazing. Um, when we checked in last, I was seeing about 300 to 350 guests on our food tours every month. 
um, which is sort of how I measure what what we're doing month by month. Right now, um, we've grown to between 550 and 700 guests a month. Um, So almost doubled um, from the first year to the second. um, And that has presented all sorts of new challenges and exciting growth opportunities. Um, I expanded my staff. Um, So at the beginning, I was guiding a lot of the food tours myself. Um, Then I had one to two guides. Now I have a team of seven um, food tour guides who are running my tours seven days a week here in Denver. Um, We launched a new tour in a different neighborhood. Um, That helped us grow um, a little bit as well. So in terms of revenue, the last time we checked in, we were seeing about 20 to 25,000 a month in revenue, and now we're closer to 35,000 to 40,000 a month um, in total revenue. So that's been great, Um, a lot going on there. Um, With the new staff, our margins have decreased. So that's something we've seen financially happen over the business, Um, just in hiring more people and outsourcing more things. Because with, with the growth in the number of guests that we're seeing every month, there's just, it's not possible for me to tour 600 people a month. (laughs) So the team has grown quite a bit. Um, I've also outsourced um, some other areas of the business, like I hired an administrative person to help on the weekends. So that's where we are now. My biggest challenge right now is scaling the business without compromising quality. I think like any business owner, like any micro business owner, a sole proprietor, um, you go from having total control and it's your baby, right? I mean, my side hustle was my my baby and now it's like my main hustle. Um, and it's really difficult for me to delegate and let other people handle that. Um, but there's no way for us to grow um, and for me not to be able to do that. So that's probably my biggest challenge is navigating all of the new issues that come up with an increased number of guests per month. They're one of the fastest growing sectors of the tourism market. Um, so I know I get a lot of emails from people saying, hey, I want to launch a food tour in my city. Um, how do I go about doing X, Y, Z? Um, my general advice for people launching tours is you have to love the details. Um, you have to love the operations side of the business. You have to love um, you know, all those little pieces that keep the trains running on time and the experience smooth and effortless for both your guests and your partners. I think a lot of people like tours or, or tour businesses because they're like, oh, I love food. So I want to launch a food tour, which is great. You do have to love food because you're going to be talking about it all day, every day. And you have to be willing to do things that you don't think are necessarily fun or sexy. Um, like you have to be able to you know, sit down and look through a commercial liability insurance policy in detail. But my advice is always, you know, do a deep dive on the details. Make sure you're really committed to the operational side of running the business because that is what will keep you in business, I believe, over time. Having great customer service, having a really strong staff. I think, especially with tour businesses, Guides are everything. Um, For the most part, the only person they're going to see that represents you and your business is the the tour guide. Um, So I always take a lot of care and intention to hiring those people and making sure I have the right people representing 
um, the business who are going to be really fun and love people and love food um, and not just be kind of like a part-time person that will phone it in. Um, and the same goes for people running their own tours as well. I know plenty of food tour operators that never hire a, another guide. They they guide their own tours. They're like sole business um, owner of one, which is perfectly fine. Um, as long as you can really sustain the excitement and the passion and the level um, of excellence with your tours when it's maybe your 500th or 600th time talking about that tasting or that restaurant. Um, I would like to create more systems where I can take myself out of the business um, when I want to. I love my business so much. I never want to get to the point where I um, completely am not involved um, as some business owners are. But my goal is to kind of set things up so that I can take, you know, extended periods where I travel. I mean, I, I started this business because I loved to travel so much and was food touring all over the world. And I don't have a single international trip on my calendar in the next year, which makes my blood boil. I know I need to have it. I need to have my passport out at some point, you know, um, for me to feel like a sane human being. Um, so that's a personal goal for me. If I could learn one new skill and just download it to my brain, it would be SEO for my website. A hundred percent. Because as people learn who are who are launching tours, especially food tours, there are a lot of third-party websites that will sell your tours for you, like TripAdvisor, Experiences or Viator, Airbnb Experiences, Expedia, Get Your Guide. You know, there are all sorts of, of websites that will sell your tours for you. They're also going to take a nice big commission <laughs> for that sale. So a tour as a tour operator, you always want to get people coming directly to you, to your website. Um, and I think SEO is just like witchcraft and sort of magical. And for the people that really know how to do it well, it's a way to um, succeed so quickly um, on the internet. So that's something I'm slowly teaching myself with the help of uh, an SEO expert. But if I could download that into my brain today, I would do it in a heartbeat. Thank you so much, Jessica. Amazing. Uh, really wonderful to hear how much your business has grown, uh, even since we first featured it, which was pretty incredible at the time. But now she's got this full staff. She's got close to half a million dollars a year in revenue. Um, and she's really building this solid foundation. Now, as she mentioned, her profit margin has gone down a bit. Um, I just wanted to pick up on that. Smaller margins are not uncommon as you grow. Because what happens essentially is you, you need to really invest in infrastructure. And you realize that you can't do everything yourself. And so part of that is either hiring or outsourcing, delegating, somehow getting help, essentially. And, you know, in her case, she mentioned, you know, she was touring 300 people a month, and now she's touring 700 plus. So this kind of growth is not simple or easy. You almost have to acquire a whole new set of skills, you know, to go from, you know, whatever a good amount of income is. I mean, it was a very good amount of income when we first featured her. Uh, but now, obviously, to go to something much bigger than that, um, it's not simple or easy, it requires a different set of skills. Now, you also heard her advice. Uh, learn SEO and avoid dependence on other sites or platforms wherever possible. And not just avoiding dependence, but creating independence wherever you can. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I am grateful to Jessica for her advice, for her transparency, and helping us kick off this new segment, along with Brent last week. And the next time you're in Colorado, maybe you want to check out a delicious Denver food tour. That is the brand she's going under now. Uh, You can find it at deliciousdenverfoodtours.com. We will, of course, link it up on the show notes page, which happens to be sidehustleschool.com slash 1118, 1118. 2020 is our year of interaction. If you have a question, if you would like to update us about your side hustle, if you have an idea about who we should feature in our next Throwback Thursday segment, if you would like a regularly priced food tour, you know, pay regular price, get one regular food tour. For all those things, or at least most of them, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We will be highlighting and answering them throughout the year, uh, along with updates from other listeners as they launch their projects. I'm so glad you're here. Be sure to do one thing today to get closer to a goal you believe in. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.